a few years ago, I participated in a contest where the prize was a year of the full Adobe Suite package. The name of the contest was Client from Hell, where each contestant would send a story that happened between them and their client. And, you know, since my client's family was dying and she cried on the phone and all that, I won an entire year of the full Adobe Suite. Welcome to the Profitable Graphic Designer Podcast. My name is Katie Sandel, and this episode was brought to you by Aventive Academy, an online business education platform that helps brand, graphic, and web designers get more clients, increase their pricing, and build a profitable design business. We have online programs, courses, and templates that you can use, and you can find out more about starting and growing your freelance design business at aventiveacademy.com. We all have bad clients, and just because I am now a successful graphic designer running my branding and design agency that's all, you know, looking good, working fine, all that, that doesn't mean that we don't get bad clients. In today's episode, I want to talk about my client from hell that I had a few years ago when I was still, you know, charging so little for visual identities and my graphic design services. But again, don't just think that I am not getting bad clients now. Like I, I'm really not, but sometimes it can happen. And usually I am now good to spot them before I start working with them because I had 250 clients <laughs> over the past, I don't know, eight, nine years of my freelancing career. So now I kind of like already know if someone is a good client or not and if it's the right fit and all that. And of course, based on how much money they're going to pay me, what they're looking for, what the timeline, scope of work and, you know, all of that. So, yeah, I I now know how to spot them. However, in the past, I wasn't able to. And now either I tell them no, or I charge them like crazy so that it's kind of like worth it to me. You know, if I'm going to already work on a project that I am maybe not particularly like interested in, or if I just don't like the personality of my client or something like that, then you're going to pay me a lot for it. (laughs) So yeah, but a few years ago, there was a contest and I have notes in front of me. But there was a contest to win Adobe subscription and you were able to kind of like send like what happened between you and your client. Like, you know, it. I think that the name of that contest was Clients from Hell. So basically you submit your bad story and then, you know, I was able to submit my story of my client from hell. And her name was Debbie. At first, you know, before I started recording this podcast, this episode, I was thinking if I should call her by her name. But at this point, you know, it's been seven, eight years and I'm going to just talk about Debbie. I will not mention her business, even though I should, because <laughs> she never paid me or, you know, her last name or anything like that. So yeah, Debbie was my client from hell. And again, I'm not getting bad clients as much now as I used to. But I think that having, you know, bad clients is something that's totally normal. Like even if you're a cashier, you will still have like bad customers. If you are, I don't know, like whatever you are, you will always have, 
you know, there are a lot of bad people in the world. However, it's like you can eliminate some by charging more, by positioning yourself as the expert and like really like really like standing ground and like being above them in a way. But we will talk about it in some other episode. In today's episode, I really wanted to share my clients from hell since the Halloween is coming and I think it's the perfect timing for it. So yeah, this bad client or my client from hell. So Debbie, she found me, I think either through Craigslist or word of mouth. And you know, now when I say word of mouth, I want to tell you that at that time, as I was charging so little, I was kind of like surrounded by not like bad people. I say bad people, but I mean like people who cannot afford your services or are trying to take advantage of you or think that, oh, you're just a graphic designer. You just open a Photoshop and boom, here is the logo. You know, like they think you're magicians or they just don't get it. So that's kind of like people that I was always surrounded by. And even though I was getting clients through referrals and, you know, word of mouth, all that, it was still really bad. So Debbie, let's say she found me through Craigslist and as I remember, she had, well, actually, let me look into my notes, but she had three different companies and she wanted to work on one at a time. She was trying to rebrand them. When I looked it up, when I tried to Google the companies, the names of her companies, I couldn't find anything. And at that point, that was a little bit weird to me. But I was like, well, maybe her branding and marketing are so bad and that's where she needs help. So let me, you know, let me work on this. But, you know, again, I didn't find any previous information. So what happened is we worked on her first company. She was looking for visual identity. So like logo, fonts, colors, you know, like a brand board and stationery. So business cards, letterheads, maybe envelope. I don't know. But business cards for sure. I remember that. And she paid me 50% down payment for the first company. I designed the things, showed her, she approved, she she paid the rest. I sent her the files. For the second company, same thing. She paid 50% down payment. I designed her visual identity and stationery, showed her, she approved it, she paid the rest. Third company, this is where things got really, really weird. So for the third company, she paid 50% down payment and that was it. And now this story may sound crazy, but it really happened. If you don't believe me, ask for proof. Like I literally have all of it, like somewhere in my emails or something like that. But it literally was crazy. So again, she was paying me on time and on a regular basis. Everything was fine. Each time after we finished all the designs for her companies, a balance was, of course, due. And I would send her all the completed files since our work was done and she'd approve them and, you know, everything, everything was fine. So for the third company, she paid 50% down payment. And then again, I designed everything. I designed the logo, colors, typography, stationery, you know, like whatever it is. I think that's, I think that was all. So I designed all of that. I showed her, either sent her via email or I don't remember how I used to present the work in the past, but I think it was like that. I just sent an email. And she approved everything and, you know, she asked me if I can send the files. And for some reason, I don't even know why I didn't send the files, you know, like at that point, of course, she's going to pay me. Like, why wouldn't she pay me? She paid me for the rest. She's going to pay me for this too. But for some reason, I just didn't send the files. 
And I told her that I need her to pay the rest first. And she was like, yeah, no problem. I'll pay tomorrow. Okay, no problem. I'll send the files tomorrow. I'm going to prepare them, save them, you know, like PDF, JPEG, PNG, whatever. And she was like, okay, cool. Thank you so much. Blah, blah, everything's fine. The next day, I don't know if she called me or sent me an email, but her CPA's mother passed away, or so she said. So she told me that she cannot pay that day because her CPA, I don't know the details, but basically something like her CPA is the one who's paying. And so she will return next week to work and then she will pay me. But she asked me if I can still send the files. And I was like, no, I'm sorry, I cannot send the files. As soon as I receive the payment, as soon as your CPA is back and pays the final 50% you know, payment, then I will be able to send the files and, you know, kind of like we can go from there. And she was like, yeah, okay, thank you. I understand. However, this is really out of my control and all of that. And I was like, okay, fine, whatever. I I still, and honestly, I like, I don't know why I didn't send the files. Like how and why I was holding on to the files. I really don't know. But I was, I was smart. That was really smart. <laughs> so two weeks later, I checked in with Debbie like, hey, what's going on? Is your CPA back? And of course, like the first time when we talked about it, I was like, I'm so sorry to hear that. And I mean, I really was sorry to hear that. Like, I didn't even think it would be a lie or anything like that. And I mean, to this day, I still don't know if that was a lie or true. But so yeah, I checked in two weeks later and she said she didn't pay me because I was too expensive. And I was like, what do you mean? I mean, she had paid me the same price for our for our work on her first two companies. So, you know, first company, let's say, I think it was around $1,000. So let's just round it up. Let's say it was $1,000 for the first company, $1,000 for the second company, and now $1,000 for the third company. And she already paid me 50% down payment for the third company, which means she sold the proposal, she sold the invoice, and she already paid 50% down payment, and there's 50 left. Like, what are you talking about? You know, it was so weird. And I kind of explained that all nicely, not like how I said it now in my podcast episode, but I really nicely, you know, explained that she already paid 50%. So kind of like, you know, the deal was already done. And after that, I don't remember like exactly, exactly what happened, but basically she called me and she was crying. Literally, she was crying and she begged me to send her the files. And she said she's going to fire her CPA, that her CPA sent me those emails that I'm expensive. Even though I don't think that that's true because it was her voice, like her tone of the email. So I kind of like was like, no, I think you sent me, but I didn't say that. And she said, if, if she asked me if I can send the files and she will pay me. And I said, no, I still need a payment first. And then I will send you the files. Like, what is going on, you know? But yeah, she was crying, begging for the files. Next, she fired her CPA. At least that's what she said. Later that day, she asked again for the files, saying that her CPA had stolen her credit cards and she would pay me the next day out of pocket. And I responded that I still couldn't send the files until she paid me. And then she told me that she set up new credit cards, like new credit card accounts, but her payments didn't go through. And I was like, you know what? I use FreshBooks and I would have been able to see if she had even tried to pay me because it would say, you know, like 
tried failure or something like that. Like I've seen that in the past with my clients and then they would use a different credit card or debit card or pay via PayPal or something like that, you know. And so I basically said like, I'm sorry, but you know, I can't send the files. And yeah, of course she asked for the files again. And so I was like, I'm sorry, no, I'm not going to send the files. So by this point, I'm already kind of thinking, mm, this is not going to happen. Like she will never pay me. But I'm still kind of trying because at that time, at that point, $500 was a lot of money for me as a solo freelancer, as a solopreneur or, you know, like freelance graphic designer just starting on my own. And, you know, that was a lot of money for me. So I really needed and not just needed, but wanted to get my $500. Like I completed the work. And so... The next day, she sent me an email that she wants to get the files because she has a big potential client and she wanted to show off, you know, like her new branding that she loves. And I'm like, yeah, I would love to send you the files, but I need a payment first. Like, what? And then the next day, she told me she lost the client and that it was my fault. Like, I hurt her business and she started kind of like yelling at me, like sending like angry emails and sending like a bunch of different emails. I lost the client and then there's no, like nothing in the email. It's just the topic, just the subject. And then it's your fault and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, then I told her, I'm sorry, it's not my fault. Like you need to pay me first. And then a few weeks later, I decided to check in with her again, like hoping for the best and fearing for the worst. (laughs) And she claimed that she had a car accident that day and broke a leg. So, you know, she couldn't pay again, but she asked for the files again. And I said, no. A few months later, I contacted her again one morning and she told me that her uncle had passed away that morning. And I'm like, this is now like getting ridiculous. Like you're lying, you know, but of course, like I didn't tell her like, oh, you're lying. But it was really, really weird. And of course, I didn't believe her. And, you know, once again, she asked for the files. And that evening, so I didn't. So that was in the morning. And that evening I told her like for I don't know how many times, like I think it was like 10th time or so that she has to pay me first and I will happily send her the files. They're ready to be sent. Like I literally just need to click send and you will get the link where you can download your files from. That same evening, listen to this, she said that her cat has died. So, of course, she couldn't pay and she asked again for the files. So, you know, after her cat died, I simply decided to move on. And, you know, it's just I knew it's lost $500 and many hours of work, but it's what it is. I don't want to waste more and more time. She will never pay me. She sent me a few more emails after that, but I never responded. I just let it be and I learned a lot from it. and. My mistake was that I didn't have a proper contract, so I wasn't able to, like, do anything. And even if I was still hiring a lawyer here in America, it would be, like, way more than $500. It's kind of, like, not worth it. And, yeah, she completely screwed me, all that. But it's what it is. You know, I, I had to move on. And so, yeah, this was my client from hell. And then when I saw that contest by Adobe. I actually, uh, I think I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast episode that I don't know if it was Adobe or some company or something like that. 
But the prize, it was basically send us your story. And then based on your story, like if you win, you will get a full like Adobe Suite subscription for a year. And as you can tell, I won that as I mean, you literally cannot even come up with things like this, like her cat died. I mean, if you look into and I'm looking into my notes now, if you look into like everything that happened is her CPA's mother passed away. And then I was too expensive, even though she already paid 50% down payment. Then she called me, was crying. She fired her CPA. Her CPA had stolen her credit cards. Then her payments didn't go through, like using the new credit cards she made. And then she lost a client and it was all my fault. Then she had a car accident. Then her uncle had passed away and then her cat had died. I mean, you know, like you cannot come up with a story like that. So yeah, that's how I won. And now that I'm thinking, well, she actually paid me through that Adobe subscription, right? <laughs> so yeah, Adobe subscription was like, I don't know, 200 or 100, 100, $200. And if she owed me 500, at least I got something back through not needing to pay Adobe for a year. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was her payment. But yeah, what I wanted to say is that you know, these are these are cheap clients and this is the mindset of people who are trying to use you, who don't value your work and who just are trying to get something from you without anything in return. And as soon as you stop working with cheap clients and start charging 10, 15, 18, 20, 40K per project, you will see how things will change. Again, it can happen, but not very often. And like, it's really, really rare where someone will try to get something from for free or, you know, it's, it's really, really rare. And these clients who have a lot of money, they don't want to waste time. So they invest money so that they don't have to invest time too. They give you the money and tell you, you are the expert. You provide what you do, what you do best. You provide us the designs. You solve my problem and we'll go from there. Like they will not come up with things like this. They already have money set to the side for branding, marketing, whatever it is that that you offer, writing services. They already have the money set to the side. They're ready to pay so that you can solve their problem. So yeah, I hope that you learned something from this. And if like at least not like learn something from this, but at least you heard that there are clients from hell and we all get them and it's totally fine. It's totally normal. And I think that no matter the industry, if you're a freelancer, you will always have a bad client, right? But you can eliminate that. You can learn how to find the red flags in your clients. You can improve. You can figure things out. You can have contracts in place and all of that. So yeah, if you have any questions or if you want to share your clients from hell, like your story, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. I am at Aventive Academy and I'll see you there. Thank you for joining us today on The Profitable Graphic Designer. In addition to this podcast, we have created some amazing online courses to help you set up your business, get more clients, and scale to the income level you desire. If you need help developing your freelance portfolio so it stands out, if you want to learn how to create proposals new clients will say yes to, if you're still trying to figure out how much to charge for your services, 
And if becoming the go-to designer for your dream clients is your goal this year, then I invite you to enroll in my signature 12-week program, The Profitable Designer, or one of our other specialized online courses. To learn more about the programs and get started, visit aventiveacademy.com. See you next time.